0: All right. Welcome to the created to be podcast. I'm your host, Bill Anderson. And today we've got a very special guest all the way from the UK. Uh, It's a big reach all the way over there. And so I'd like to welcome Mark. Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing
1: great, Bill. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So where exactly do you do you live? I'm not familiar with that side of the world as much as I am with no problem. Have you heard of a small place called London? um i think i have you know i think there's a isn't that isn't there a big clock
1: there or something <laughs> yeah yeah just a little clock yeah yeah just a little clock yeah the capital city of england that's that's the one that's the one yeah but so, so you're by live, london I live, then yeah I, I live in london so it's a, it's a place called it, it's london's a very big area and it's split up into many different um um sections and, and metropolitan areas and i live in a place called harrow um which uh, there, there's a very famous school uh, harrow and and eton are, are two of the most famous public schools in the whole of england and and that's where one of them is um that's p- probably why it's most famous i should say um not why i moved there by the way and i never went to either one of them by the way so
0: yeah okay well that's neat so tell us a little bit about about yourself and and what you've been doing and how you've arrived to
1: be called the fitness geezer <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't you love it when people ask you that question to sum- summarize your, your life. <laughs> um okay. So fitness geezer, where did that come from? Well, to be honest, I think I was trying to be down with the kids and it and it kind of just stuck. Um uh, in retrospect, I probably would would change that name, but let's th- th- moving on from that. Um fitness to me and and keeping healthy and fit have really um been a massive part of my life from from a very young age I, I, I remember I was running around like some mad thing and, and and at the time I had absolutely no idea why none of my family were athletic in any sort of way um, in fact they were everything but um, no sporting talent etc but for some strange reason I, I had to get involved with all sorts of sports at school so I was on every team that was going I was out all the time you know, playing after school, um, and it wasn't really. And this is, you know, me opening up. It wasn't really till um, later in life that I realised that I was self medicating. Um, I, I, I didn't have, um, let's say, a great childhood. And and if anyone, you know, goes onto my my therapy site, which I can I can detail out later if if necessary, they'll they'll see some stories that I, I lay out about what happened to me when I was younger, etc. But well, all what I'm saying from from the from the fitness side of things that it really helped me to cope. So it, I found exercise and working out and and doing all sorts of things physical made me feel better. It really offset the the, the traumas and 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 the things in life that were that were affecting me at that time. And in fact, I think you know throughout my my lifetime or my my sixty years on this planet. Um, it's been my 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 saviour, if you like, the, the way I've I've managed to cope, and you know I've I've not been a a, a great person, I should say, throughout that time, but you know fitness has been been the one thing um, that's levelled me, made me feel like me, um, and you know I've I've tried all sorts of things throughout that time. Um, in the early days, I was into um, athletics, sprinting. That was that was the thing I loved to do along with the javelin, and then later on, I got into squash, I don't know whether you know, like, you've got racquetball, I believe, in the States, where you've got squash, so I was very heavily into that, um, I took up martial arts as well, I, I, I know you, I've done a little bit of research on you, you're into Krav Magar. I, 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 I see, um, and, uh, you know, I, I did, um, I did Kung Fu, I did um, uh, Taekwondo, and then I ended up with um, Choi kwondo and managed to, get a um a black belt in that what I found after I did that was it the, the 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 thing I realized was the black belt was only good for holding up trousers because <laughs> there's always going to be someone out there that's bigger and better and faster and stronger in it and belts don't mean anything so you know I I've along that way I've I've experimented with you know weights and training and all that kind of stuff and uh, most recently I've got into um, I say most recently, over the last five, six years or so, I've got into calisthenics, which is body weight training. Um, so things like, you know, pull-ups, dips, but muscle-ups, planches, um, all sorts of those those kind of moves. Um, and also I've got into kettlebells. So kettlebells in the form of kettlebell sport. Now, I don't know whether you know much about that, but it's um, a way in which you can compete using kettlebells. So basically, I specialised in swinging a, a 20, 24 kilogram kettlebell up and down, up and down for half an hour without putting it down. That kind of idea, and then you 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 compete against guys of your age and stage and weight. And I managed to actually get myself onto the onto the British team um, by doing that um, and set a, a UK record as well. Um, nothing. It's it's a small niche. Type sport, so you know uh, it, it's no great shakes, but you know it, it's 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 an achievement. Um, again, along the way, I've run marathons. Um, uh, I've uh, I'm trying to think now. It's just so much <laughs> I've I've done. And as I said, when somebody puts you on the spot like that, it's uh, you kind of you kind of forget. I'll be going afterwards. I say, I should have said that. I should have said that. You know, right. but. Um, <laughs> But really, throughout all of this, I sh- I would say that sport has been that cornerstone. Um, sport and fitness, I should say, have been that cornerstone of, of, of everything that I was do- with, was doing and, and wanted to do. Um, and for much of that, um, I was incredibly competitive, very competitive. I didn't want to lose. I was I was doing it to 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 in in some ways to exercise the demons inside of me. But much more recently since I've uh, done a lot of reflection and work on myself, a lot of work on myself over this last 10 years, I've realized that that competitiveness, competitiveness I had was, was was misplaced and the only person I really needed to challenge was myself. So yeah. that's taken a huge, yeah. huge, huge pressure off my shoulders. And actually in many ways, it's allowed me to, to improve many of my performances and the things that I do. Um, I've, I've, I don't suffer as many injuries now as a result of, of that yeah. because I train more. I train much smarter. As, as the years go by, as, as you'll find, Bill, you're still a young man, I suspect. Um, as the years go by, you, um, things don't don't quite um, respond in the way that they used to. Ligaments, tendons, um, just getting out of bed sometimes <laughs> is quite is quite an effort. Um, so you've got to adjust, you've got to adjust your technique, your training, your approach to things, uh, training smart, I call it. Um, but there are still occasions where I I do um, get it wrong, get overexcited. And uh, I mean, recently, I, you know, I had a, had a bit of a back issue because I was trying to vest myself on weighted pull-ups and thought I could put 50 kilograms around my waist, but I only weigh 75. And uh, you know, pull myself up repeatedly. And it was fine at the time, but you know, three weeks out now, um, recuperating. Um, I, I, I will eventually learn my lesson, he says, with a wink in his eye. Um, uh yeah, till the next time. Um, but you know, I uh I, I I love this. I I love it. And I can't see a time when I won't be doing something, you know. Um and for me now, really, truly, it's not only does it, it help me with my mental health, keeps the you know the anxiety at bay and the stress hormones down, but it's an investment in my future, it's an investment yeah. in my health, my longevity. I look around me now at, at, at many of my peers, and you know, it, it's all choices. But sorry about that, it's no problem. <laughs> It's better you than me. <laughs> but Josh is uh, going to yell yeah. at
0: me. Why do not you silence your phone?
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No work. We can pro- the producer can probably cut that bit out. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, no. As, as I said, it, it's uh, it's um, it's an investment in my in my health and my and my longevity. Um, I, I I don't want to be you know crippled at uh, at seventy. I don't. I want to have physicality still. I want to be able to do those things. Um, because I, I plan to be around for, you know, for, for quite a while longer, but I don't just want to be existing. I want to be living. That's, that's the point. Um, and right. you know, as such, um, I, I am continually assessing and appraising my, my training and what I'm doing. I'm going to, I'm going to take a break there, Bill. I think you might want to come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Cause you left a lot of, Great points there. I mean, um, starting off with it's just you know you could have chosen a lot of other paths to deal with some of those difficulties when you were when you were younger. You could have gone different directions with those, um, and and I wish that many people who are faced with challenges and rough childhoods or whatever it may be, um, they would make that choice into fitness too instead of making the choice into some of the other options out there. So. I think that was, that was great that you, that path. And then, you know, the other thing you had mentioned is, is that the, the physical part of everything. So, you know, the fact that you had mentioned that you could utilize this to, to kind of control your, your mental state, I think is, is great, you know, because a lot of times we deal with stress, pressures, insecurities, um, and trying to figure out how to work that stuff out you know um on the faith side you know uh, i'm a pastor there mark i think i shared that with you on the faith side we've got you know our faith and and we've got our word the scripture and stuff like that and then we've got the actual practical side of you know that's all good uh perfect everything is perfect in that but sometimes you know hey going for a walk going for a run um anymore like when I do a, a run anymore, it's, it's not a run to try to win a race or to do anything other than just to quiet the noise and to get some alone time. You know, it really helps with your, your mental state. So I can really appreciate what you're saying with that. Um, the one thing that I want to key in on, though, is you said you were also starting to do it for the future. Um, and that's what really drew me to you was um, you, you're older than me um, you know, 10 years, I'm 50, so I'm 10 years behind you. But, uh, but you know, I always look to those people who are older than me and who are doing it because it's really hard for me being 50 to, to take fitness advice from a 20 or even a 30 year old, because one, that body is so different than this body. Uh, you know, the bounce back, the recovery, the, 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 Ability is so different. And when I can see somebody such as yourself who is is older than me, and then I want to in my mind play that age card, right? I want to play that, yeah. I'm too old to do a muscle up, I'm too old to do a handstand push-up. And then I look at you going, Dang it, <sighs> he's doing it. You know, why so why can't I? So, you know, that's that's how I originally came to you was I I saw your videos on on YouTube and and what's your YouTube channel by the way
1: So um it's Mark Lidster fitness geezer if you just look that up Mark Lidster L I D S T E R fitness geezer then you will then you'll find me
0: Yeah and that's that's a great great channel to look at for inspiration um and and you can see Mark do some just incredible things in fact it was I don't know f- how many ever years ago that I message you and I'm like, Hey, I want to start doing what you're doing. Give me something to do. And that's kind of how we kind of had a little bit of communication early on. But, um, you know, it's just, it's just amazing to see somebody older than me doing what I can't do now. It's, it's, it's a point of inspiration is really what it is. The other thing I loved about your channel is your backyard setup. I mean, tell us a little bit about that because that's what, i get excited about because you're you're using ladders and you're using unconventional stuff and i'm just like you know there's no excuse there's no excuse there's no age excuse there's no equipment excuse there's no um living in rainy london excuse you know i mean you you get it done so tell me a little bit about that because i i'd like to learn more just about you know how you came to be with your your fitness equipment outside and 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 you know, the challenges that you give yourself and, you know, things of that nature.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it started, thanks, Bill. It started about, oh, is it now about 15, 16 years ago, I moved down to London because I was previously living outside of London. Um, but I, 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 I went through a, a, a pretty messy divorce and, and, and such like, um, and I found a new partner, a fantastic new partner, and uh, she was living in London. So we decided to to to, to cohabitate, um, down together in in London in her house, and then the place you see is actually her property. But you know that the garden was was pretty much a wreck, um, and I thought there's there's great potential here to to do something, um, and to be quite honest, Bill, I, I needed a bit of space. I needed a man cave. You know, I needed some 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 some, some place that because she had um, a couple of three of her own her own children still still living in the place. So I, I suggested that I would invest and build a, a log cabin, if you like, a cabinet, a, a big studio at the, um, at the back of the garden. So I, that's where I, I first started out, a, a four metre by five metre um, cabin, uh, fully insulated, you know, double skinned, double glazed, alarmed, etc. But I kitted it out very, very brief, uh, very uh, sort of uh, sparsely in, in those early days. Um, and I had to say it was it was more going to be a, a man cave where I could just go and watch the, the football and relax in my Joey chair, drinking a beer and, and chilling out. But but soon I, I that that kind of idea sort of it, it fell away and um, I got some some aerobic equipment. I bought a treadmill. Um, I got um, a cross trainer and soon I started to pack it out with all sorts of other kit as well. And very quickly I realized, you know, this whole this whole area including the garden could be my little wonderland you know um men of my age often go out and buy big motorcycles or cars or or invest in all sorts of other bits of kit like that well for me you know it was fitness equipment so i started to slowly to, to put together all these bits of kit and you've got to remember i'm a child of the 60s and 70s so there wasn't a lot of stuff back then and we didn't have a lot of money so you went out and you 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 made and mend you know made do with what you had and you you cobbled things together that you found and and so you know i was very practical from a very early age you'd be able to use a, a saw and, and and drills and and such like so it seemed pretty obvious to me that i could um, you know start to make my own kit rather than spend thousands from you know People like Rogue, etc., who are fantastic. Don't get me wrong; I would love a sponsorship deal from them, but you know it's not going to happen just because I ask for it. Look, I'm sixty. Give me a sponsorship deal, you know. So, you know, I, I, I made. There was an old trampoline in the back, so I, I cut that up and used the legs and metal to create monkey bars from the rock and, and I got the wood from the, the leftover rafters from the log cabin, um, and then I set up. Um, I used scaffolding and ladders. To create a um, uh, high rings place, you know, f- for Olympic rings, so that I could do gymnastic rings. Um, I did that. Um, I've put together, you know, sandbags from uh, army bags, filling them with sand and, and cement, etc. I've, I've just cobbled together so many bits of fitness equipment. Um, the latest, I think, I I actually copied um, this um, this harness with pulleys and strings on that enable you mm-hmm. to do all sorts of amazing gymnastic um type moves but it it halves your body weight so it makes it much easier to do um, um so from a practical point of view you know i started to turn that the whole garden into into my domain and then of course there was also the car the get the carport that was looking lonely so i filled that with a functional fitness fit you know i i got some some logs and uh some medicine balls and some some big uh, some big weights and things and tires and ropes and goodness knows what else. And so yeah, pretty much that, that outside domain is 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 kind of all mine. But, you know, it didn't happen overnight and, and I will get people coming on to the site saying, Oh, it's all right for you, you've got all that money to do that stuff. But what they fail to realise is, you know, I started with nothing. You know, I when you know, back in the day all I had was my body. And, you know, mm. I, I remember, at, you know, 12, 13, doing press-ups, just press-ups, 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 you know, And because uh, somebody gave me a book on, on Bruce Lee and they said he did press-ups, so I just wanted to do press-ups. And, you know, manically, I was doing press-ups and, and sit-ups and stuff. Um, so it wasn't till, till later in life that I could start to afford to, to buy this stuff and put it together. Um, but I also think you, you get a sense of achievement as well, a big sense of achievement of. of of creating something and then you know bring it to fruition and then usually using it to to enhance your own ability and physicality you know i put the i put some some pull-up bars in the back so you know dug some trenches i had to learn how to to dig holes three feet deep and two feet wide and fill them with cement and then get the four by fours and know how to drill those and put them all together and, and oh gosh it was i love learning new things bill i just just Mm -hmm. you know i'm I'm a voracious learner um i i think i'm a little bit like yourself you know i i love to be doing things you know i love to keep busy um and i've had numerous jobs throughout my life you know and i've and and i and i heard that you you um you did stage hypnotism yeah you did at one point yeah. yeah Well, for the last eight years, you know, my main gig has been as has been a, as an anxiety hypnotherapist. So I'm I'm helping clients using hypnotherapy all day, every day, to get over their stresses and and, and, and phobias and all sorts of things in life. I've never been on stage though. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> a, a slightly different skill. Um, you m- maybe we'll yeah. we'll have a separate call one day, and you'll you can teach me what to how I can how I can achieve that. But. Um, yeah getting getting back to to the, the the kit outside it's been you know over the last say 10 to 15 years I've been slowly putting that together um, and her indoors she you know, every time she looks out, she thinks, what, what else are you doing what else are you doing what are you taking up my garden where am, I gonna, where am I gonna hold my parties no not that no no you know but um, no it's, it's all harmony really it's all harmony
0: yeah it's, it's it's funny that space is never used and then you start using it and then everybody wants oh I'm gonna use it now <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: absolutely yeah yeah i i did that too i built a little calisthenics gym out in my backyard and a couple of places and i have to admit sometimes i have more fun building the setup <laughs> than i do using the setup it's yeah we're excited yeah. about that and get and it's just like uh, i built this whole thing and i like i don't ever use it it's like man it was fun building it (laughs) let's build another one it was like why don't you use the one you built
1: to begin with no No. i i I must admit i've got so many bits of kit now that it's almost like um i've forgotten and then i rediscover them it's like meeting a new friend again and you suddenly start playing with it and swinging it or doing whatever you're doing lifting it and it's oh i should be Mm -hmm. using this and then then i think no there's something else and and it it never ends build does it it never ends
0: yeah it never ends and you know i I mean, I have the ability to buy equipment and I have a lot of equipment that I have bought. I mean, it's, it's my whole basement. I have outside, I've got little stations here, there that I got, I got a ton of stuff. And, but it still fascinates me to, instead of using like a, like a mace, use a sledgehammer. I mean, or instead of using a, an actual, you know, sandbag, I mean, take a take a tube of sand or a sack and just fill it with sand and use that. I mean it's even though I have all the fancy stuff, there's something about just using those primitive things that yeah that I just I find a um I don't know I found I find a a calling to and I don't I don't know if that's the right word or not, but it's just like I really have fun using unorthodox things. You know, and I'll like I have all the 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 rigs, you know, for the rings and the straps and the TRXs and all that. But, you know, I, one time I went to Michigan and um, I did a talk on something. I was at a school doing training, doing electrical training. And uh, I went to Home Depot and we, I got some paracord and some, you know, a couple pieces of PVC and I made a little travel TRX and I had so much fun just using that when, you know, it doesn't work as well. As the purchase stuff, but it's still just kind of fun because it takes me back to that. Oh yeah, I went down to Home Depot and I, you know, bought the cord and I cut the thing on the little demo saw they had there. And you know, I mean, it's just something, something about all that. So, speaking of electrical, Mark, uh, um, speaking of electrical, let's take a quick break here and um, hear a word from from our sponsor, Arc Electric Heating
2: and Cooling. Are you tired of dealing with unreliable heating and electrical services? Well, look no further. Arc Electric Heating and Cooling is here to provide you with the best service in Colorado. Our highly trained technicians use state-of-the-art technology to ensure that your heating, cooling, and electrical systems are running smoothly. And with our commitment to affordability, you can trust that you'll get the best value for your money. We service the Denver Metro, Castle Rock, Castle Pines, Littleton, Centennial, Highlands Ranch, and Parker areas. So why wait? Call Art Electric Heating and Cooling today and experience the peace of mind that comes with knowing that your heating, electric, and cooling systems are in good hands. Call us today at 303-656-3689. That's 303-656-3689. Arc Electric Heating and Cooling, where comfort and safety comes first. Are you tired of using the same old workout equipment? Well, it's time to switch it up and try something new. Introducing B3 BFR Bands, the revolutionary way to maximize your workout potential. With B3 BFR Bands, you will experience increased muscle activation with quicker time to fatigue and a natural release of human growth hormone. These bands are easy to use and can be incorporated into any workout routine. So what are you waiting for? Take your workouts to the next level with B3 BFR Bands. Order now by clicking on the link below. B3 BFR Bands, the future of fitness.
0: Okay, great. So welcome back. Um, Yeah, if you can look up Arc Electric on the website, www.arkehc.com, give us a call and we'd be happy to come out and help you out with anything you might need electrically or HVAC wise. So um, Mark, tell me a little bit about your transition into to calisthenics because I think there's this little stigma out there and I even had it Not so much anymore, but I used to have it of, well, I can do a 180 pound overhead press with the barbell, but I can't do a handstand pushup, you know? And I'm like, oh, you know, well, look at all this weight that I throw around. But then when I try to move my body, it doesn't work. And sometimes people think it's more impressive to throw a lot of heavy weight around. I think it's more impressive now with the ability to move your body you know what i'm saying you know,
1: you, to do that handstand you're push
0: up versus the
1: yeah you're absolutely right bill i mean you know i i must admit i i i used to be of of the aesthetic type of person i was looking to to build size to to create definition to have the look the you know the alpha dog look and that was back in the day um but what i found and i actually did this about 10 years ago i i, I took four or five months out and uh did really really heavy weight um you know i was i was for for me i'm not probably for you but you know i was i was deadlifting um 200 kilos i was squatting 150 benching 130 kilos that kind of idea um and i was building size but i was eating like a horse like six times a day it was getting very boring I'm, i'm not a great foodie in that way um but what I found was, although I was strong, you know, I could lift these weights, practically I, I felt, I just felt weak in, in so many ways. And I wasn't functional. I couldn't move like I used to be able to do. I wasn't agile. I felt slow, you know, I, I, I just didn't feel good. Um, and so, you know, I, I changed my approach. I I, I dropped the weight because it was too much to keep on anyway. And I, I looked around at an alternative system, and I saw, you know, um, calisthenics on, on on YouTube at that time, and and it was just damn impressive. I mean, there's no way about it. You know, when you see guys doing stuff like this, um, it's it's impressive. And you know, how many guys of, of of our age, you know, this sort of age and stage, how many pull ups could they do? I mean, if they could do one, I'd, I'd be surprised. You know, because mm. um, it's. But, it's practical you know you never know when you're going to have to move your body in that way in an emergency you know um you're very rarely going to want to lift a heavy weight off the ground unless somebody's trapped under a car and then you probably wouldn't be able to lift it anyway but you know I'm, i'm just saying you know but being able to be strong in your body um in all aspects um being functional in that respect um, being lean and, and strong in that way and be able to move it in, in those sorts of ways. It's it's fun. It's fun. That's what I can say as well. You know, I, I can't wait to get out there. I don't call them training days anymore. They're fun days for me. It's like being back in the playground when I was, you know, 14 years old and over the park, you know, with the guys and we were swinging on the bars or the swings and stuff like that. Um, it it brings... It brings the child out in me as well um which which i love um and that what you you see progression as well if you stick at it you maintain it um if you you take those progressions slowly you know gradually and steadily rather than i did with the 50 kilogram pull up um you can you can make some really good gains and then this it's endless as well bill you know it's forever stimulated there's so much you can learn i mean i'm I'm like a kid in a sweet shop when it comes to to training day. Am I gonna be doing the, you know, the handstand press ups? Am I doing the muscle ups? Should I go for the plant? Should I do the ring work? What should, it's like, whoa. And then I see someone on Instagram doing something else and I'm thinking, no, I want to do that. I want to, yeah. So it's just, it's it's fun, it's stimulating as much as anything. Yeah, you can go down, to the, I'm not dissing anyone for going down to the gym and pumping iron. It's great, I've done enough of that in my time. You know, if that's what gets you off, that's fantastic. Um, but for me, again, it's about that longevity aspect as well. Um, mm. I, I want to do something where I can create a practical, agile, functional body that's going to that's going to last me into my into my older years. And you know, I want to be doing press ups and pull ups at eighty, ninety. You know, uh, and I and I I will be able to if I continue on in this way. Um, it's 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 just an endless way of working out that's what i'd say and it's fun
0: yeah that's that's great you hit a couple of really key points that i that i like there because i think a lot of people struggle with the aesthetics portion you know everybody wants to have that that athletic look and and listen if you do enough calisthenics and you eat right you're you're going to have it right you may not be bodybuilder but um you know to to have that kind of physique is is very difficult not only to get but to maintain and so you know you gotta you gotta look at what your what your goal is you gotta you know in 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 the threefold strong world right we're looking at what's your garden right and and being able to tend and keep that garden and I don't see you know being a bodybuilder as tending and keeping the garden versus like what you had said being able to move you know if i got to pull myself up pull myself out of a situation if i got to help somebody pick them up right those are basic movements that we need for for everyday life you know um, one could argue well a squat a bench press and all that does it fit into everyday life Eh, it can it's a rough fit Right, because the movement is the same. The movement is the movement. If you think about it, a bench press is no different than a a, a push-up. We call them push-ups here in America, but you call them press-ups. Yep. It's really just that pushing horizontally away from the chest, whatever angle or whatever I'm doing that. Um, So you could argue that. But um, have you ever heard? I know in London, systemic. Uh, bigger than it is in America. Have you ever heard of the, the Russian art Systema? Yeah. Yeah, and so in Systema, they have four basic movements. Some will say five basic movements that they that they focus everything on. They've got the push-up is one. They've got the sit-up. They've got the squat. they got the leg raise. And then the fifth one would be uh, a pull-up. A lot of people put that pull-up yeah. in there. And what they say from those four or five basic movements is – it's it's everything right pushing up is is just that being able to push myself up off the ground um the the sit-up is being able to sit up out of bed or sit up off the, ground. the squat is being able to get up from the ground into a standing position if you think about it we use those kind of movements all day long every time you get out of a chair it's basically a squat you know and if you're pulling yourself up all the time um that was one habit that i from you know every time i'd get up i'd actually push on the table or push on the armrest and it's like hey let's stop doing that let's just start using our legs and, yeah. and it it's different it really takes a mindset to not to not do that right and yeah. it becomes a different movement but you know i really liked what you said because the whole calisthenic idea is that basic movement now am I going to be doing a muscle up? Am I going to be doing a handstand push up? Am I going to be doing a, a flag or, you know, a planche as you say, L sit, sit I don't know, but the training of that is way more applicable than maybe something I would do with a, with a weight. Um, how do you plan your training days? Cause you said, you know, you get all excited about it. I mean, that's something I've kind of always struggled with. It's like, okay, I'm going to put together
1: a routine, what am I going to do? Okay, so the the week is basically split up like this. So I have I have two push days, I have two pull days, and I have two cardio days. Um, and on the on the push days, what I'll be doing is I will be concentrating on a particular technique that I'm trying to to um, to improve. So, for example, it might be the handstand press up, but in on that push day there'll be a lot of ancillary exercises which i'll be adding to it so there will be push-ups of all sorts. there will be you know there will be pressing movements of all kinds there'll be static holds as well um and i'll be changing those ancillary movements but keeping the core movement the handstand push up there so progressions of it whether i'm in a crow position whether i'm you know in, in, a, in a sort of in uh, an elbow stand etc whether i'm starting from a handstand going down and through a negative um all of those kind of things um on the on the pool day um at the moment what i'm looking to do is to improve my the, my muscle i want to make my muscle up stricter less use of legs so To that, what I'll do is I'll structure it with, you know, all of these, I have a really good warm up session to start with. That's incredibly important, especially as you get older and in colder climates. I I don't know, not quite sure where you, you're Colorado, aren't you? So it does get pretty cold over there. Um, Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I'll spend 15, 20 minutes warming up. And then I will be doing, you know, basic pull-ups, all variations of, so so normal grip, um, wide grip, narrow grip, Um, uh, neutral grip Um, and then once i've done that then i will bring out the the bands so i I use rubber bands big big bands um, and i've got a variety of those from you know 200 pounds weight down to 20 pounds and so i i warm myself up through those so i use the heavy bands to start with to do high pulls where i'm way above the bar And then I decrease the bands down and keep doing that so that I eventually get down to like a, almost an elastic band size thing um, where I then concentrate on the skill itself. Um, And then after a couple of of, of sets of those, I will go on to the actual move itself and I'll record myself and see, you know, how much progress I've done. Um, And then I'll have, maybe I'll have 10 attempts at that. Probably only single reps there. And then after that, what I do, to finish the session um i'll do weighted pull-ups so i leave the i'll leave the strength till after the power because the power strength always follows power yeah um and so well, then i'll gradually load up and i'll be doing volume work on on the on the pull-ups on the weighted pull-ups so maybe five to ten sets of uh, you know four reps each four to five reps um, to build the ultimate not, not high vo- not like eight reps or so but volume as in sets sets of you know 10 sets of four etc and then um, allied to that um, I will probably do a little bit of pressing but only on the far- form of dip bar dips to, to complement the muscle up um, routine on the aerobic day um, actually I, I quite enjoy that because um, it's not conventional I'm not just going I'm not going for a run per se um i've got a sled so i load up the sled uh, along i've got a 10 meter stretch out the carport and i put um artificial grass down um and i'm very much uh been following uh the knees over toes guy i don't know whether you've seen him, him on youtube oh yeah but it's all about yeah, yeah, yeah. so i have very much a, a, a very big into the use of the sled particularly for for knees you know knee rehabilitation and and, and strengthening uh, in the past, my knees have caused me issues. In fact, I'm only two months out of just having arthros- arthroscopic surgery, keyhole surgery, on one of my on one of my on one of my knees, um, and I, I, I push and pull that sled up and down, up and down, up and down, for anywhere from thirty minutes to to an hour. You know, just continuously up and down, up and down, and it's the load. It doesn't make it. It can the same load on different days will vary because the 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 surface itself the friction will vary depending on whether it's moist or not so you know i have to kind of have a bit of a feel in my head um as to how much i want to how much the load is um so it can vary you know 30 40 kilos on the day but i'm doing that and then on that same day after 30 minutes or so I'll get into my my secondary man cave which I've just built which is a, a little Dutch shed barn next door to the, the studio and inside there there's my 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 most uh, my newest piece of kit that I bought um about a month or two ago which is the the rogue echo air bike um oh you know the, one of those
0: yeah oh I got one of those yeah that's uh yeah.
1: Um, oh my goodness i, will, I, I won't say here, but ah oh, if anything can sort of level you that thing does and i am seriously bill i haven't got off doing tabatas on that yet you know i mean 2010 uh you know 20 seconds on 10 seconds off minute rest eight times whoa i'm legs jelly lungs bursting through my chest you mm-hmm. know uh, i'll do i'll do a couple of tabatas on that um, that's eight minutes total, and then I'll get onto the treadmill, and maybe I'll do twenty minutes, really, really easy running, you know, long steady, steady cardio. So then I'll do that. I'll do that routine, and maybe mix it up, possibly sometime twice a week. So I've got yeah. two pull sessions, two push sessions, I've got two aerobic sessions, and then I've got a rest day. And the rest day, it's a cheat day as well. I all bets are off, and you know. The pizzas, the beer, everything, it's fine, you know, because I know I'm going to work it up through the week. Um, but then I also am, am heavily now invested in mobility and flexibility. So when I get up in the morning, and I've got my, my partner to think, thank for this, because she's got into yoga big time, we both, rather than go for breakfast, we both go into separate rooms. She puts on her yoga for half an hour, and I'm doing my mobility and stretch routine for half an hour. Um, and I will do that now because that to me is the difference between having longevity in this game and not, you know, it's not now just about doing the exercise. You've got to do that work, that flexibility, and mobility work to, to be in this. Otherwise, it's, it, it's just going to fall apart.
0: Yeah, I had somebody once tell me um, I need to recover just as hard as I train. Because, uh, you know, I get that mindset of uh, training, I'm training, I'm training, I'm training, I'm training. And it's like recovery is kind of like an afterthought. And it's like, he told me, he's like, yeah. you got to shift that thinking. And he, you got to take that mentality you have for training and put it towards recovery. And, you know, um, you, and that's-
1: absolutely, absolutely right, Bill. Absolutely right. I mean, every fourth week is a deload week for me. So I will cut everything down by 50%. You know, it's half speed. And then mm-hmm. throughout the week, if I'm not feeling it and my body's saying no, I do not fight it anymore. I just don't do it. And yeah. you'll always come back stronger. And there are, you know, and I don't always train six times a week. You know, there'll be days I'll miss. Um, so, and I don't beat myself up over it. In fact, i come back stronger as a result. So it's about being smart, being really smart.
0: Right, right. Cause that's when you, when you get dumb, that's when you get hurt. That's yeah, what I found for, for me. I tore my AC and uh, two weeks ago and uh i did it by doing something dumb and it was just like really and now such a setback you know um from from everything so i got a couple questions for you one when you talk about your push is it a vertical push or a horizontal push do you just work those two motions or do you include the dip as a push how do how
1: would you define a push well, yeah, yes so it's a really good question i mean in as many planes as i can to be honest um that's okay. that will be the best way of pushing you know so again it, it could be a a push-up type push but then that could be at waist level and that could be with my legs off the floor you know mm. um so it, you know um or it could be a lane push up you know where your hands are right out in front of you you know it, it could be offset it could be it could be jumping from, from, if I'm on the floor that way, or it could be a dip type push. I think, you know, if you, if you're looking for the the best all-round push m- movement, I would say the dip. I would say the dip. Um, I think that's that's got to be because it, in, it incorporates so many muscles and it can be varied. Upper body muscles, so mm-hmm. it can be varied in so many ways. um Easier to add weight to that and push-ups as well, um, and it will it will affect all areas. So. But I will, obviously, I'm, I'm vertical sometimes, so it's, I'm upside down doing head, handstand press-ups, you know, against the wall, or, um, you know, at an angle away from the wall, um, as though I'm doing it at, uh, a um, handstand push-up freestanding. Um, so, yeah, or I will get into a shoulder stand, and then I will try and push up from there and come back down, so partial pushes. So I'm trying to push in all, in all sorts of ways.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. And and I got a purpose in asking this, and know uh, we'll get we'll circle back to it. But now the pull, the same thing, right? I'm, I'm pulling as in a pull up or a chin up, um, the kind of same thing but different muscles for sure. Or I'm pulling as in like a like a row, like a back row, yeah. and then um I'm pulling up like as in a shrug or, or something like that. so, um that's how I would in a pull. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more in, into it and the reason i'm asking this mark is because if people think about it it's really that simple we overcomplicate all this stuff and if you just think about a push in a vertical horizontal or a downward push yeah i mean that's three movements it's super simple right the same thing Absolutely. with the pull i'm pulling uh-huh. i'm pulling yeah. horizontally I'm pulling up, and it's that simple. Because one thing that I try to do with within what I talk about and within this podcast is learn to be your own coach, right? And I know you got coaching uh, services that if anybody is interested in helping to learn about those those um, calisthenics and things, they can contact you. And even though you're all the way over there in London, you know you can still you know coach them. I mean, it's seven thirty your time, twelve thirty my time here, so we're making it work. So. Uh, but it's really that simple, isn't it, Mark?
1: It, it, it really is. I mean, we we overcomplicate. Well, not we, but it gets overcomplicated. I think a lot of the time it gets overcomplicated, so people can sell you new stuff. You know, um, right? Forever right. there's a new bit of kit out there that that says it's going to be the next best thing or the next, you know, new slice of bread or whatever it happens to be. You know, but really, it, you can't you can't reinvent the wheel. It's already been done very few unique things in this life um or in this world i should say that, that are created so you're absolutely right you know um and what else what else are you going to need to do apart from those three three those three movements either pulling or pushing um you're not right. you're not and you know variations of that you can offset with what you do sure you know it's but but the same basic movement but it's the same basic movement and whether you're doing it two-handed or one-handed it's still The same thing so yeah
0: right um and that's why i've trained my my verbiage into you know because uh and josh josh he's in the background here but but me and him banter back and forth because he's like i exercise and i said we don't exercise we train movements and if we have that philosophy we're training movements right a lot of people call it exercise but it's it's really like you said it's a movement and you've got those pushes you've got those pulls and then you get down to the legs you got a basic squat a calf raise um and man there you go i don't know what else you need you got i I like to throw in that transverse plane of motion because that's very important it's where a lot of people get hurt you know and that would be like your 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 core i call it your transverse plane um yeah that's basically how i build all of my stuff um have you have you ever heard of isometrics
1: oh yeah yeah where where you're just holding yeah Yeah. i mean if you think about it that's that's what a planche is yeah absolutely yeah i mean when you're pushing against the door frame when you're trying to bend a bar or whatever it is yeah i mean i i i apart from the gymnastic moves I don't actively use isometric moves but I mean everything has its place it all depends on what you're trying to achieve and what your priorities are but yeah absolutely
0: yeah I've been doing isometrics for quite a while now and I noticed like you know especially with my knee pain with running and stuff it it's helped it because it's strengthened those joints it's strengthened the ligaments it's actually made me stronger now it doesn't change my look but You know, you've got some some bite (laughs) when you grip those things, especially if you're doing with a towel or something, because you're training your grip as well, which is huge. Um and so I I do a lot of the isometrics and then I also do um have you ever heard of blood flow resistance or blood flow restrictive bands or anything like that? Have you have
1: you heard of anything like that? It does ring a bell, but I'm not not um I think about a year ago I heard something along those lines. But no, I mean enlighten me.
0: Yeah, so on those, um, we call them the, the B3 bands, and uh, what it does is it, it restricts, it doesn't totally cut it off, so you're not doing like a, like a you know, um, uh, oh, the word just, the t- just escaped me. Turn, thank you. <laughs> the word just escaped me. Yeah, it's only reducing it about 30%, and what that does is it reduces the oxygen going into the muscle, so it causes the muscle to fatigue faster with less effort. Because you're, you're not allowing the muscle to recover naturally with the blood flow in there. And so, um, for example, I can take those little tiny, little tiny rubber bands that you were talking about. And, and I can do 30 reps on that and, and it will destroy me. And if I measure it with my heart rate, it's giving me a very high intense workout but physically I'm not lifting the poundage that I would need to lift without them where now I'm struggling with joint issues and things like that. And so we've been training a lot with, with those as well. Um, and here in the States, a lot of the sports teams and the Olympics are are starting to incorporate those as well. And, and I'm telling you, man, it's been a, it's, it's been an eye opener for me. We did, my wife came up with this little program on the treadmill that we did Sunday and, um, it just it just wrecked me and it was the craziest thing it was minimal effort we're walking on the treadmill at an eight percent incline um and with those things on our legs were we were destroyed it's just wow. now you take them off and you're walking
1: just like normal do you do you get the same training effect i mean does it increase um the, the either the aerobic capacity or does it increase the muscular strength um well i mean how does that, i don't, i'm not quite sure how that, that thing works but
0: yeah, and I can send you some more information. In fact, um, in the show notes here, we'll have some more information. But uh, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of science be- behind it. How it you know it turns on the human growth hormone, and it does all kinds of crazy stuff. In fact, we've been doing a little three minute workout in the morning with them, and uh, it has totally taken away the need for coffee because you just you just wake right up, and it's it's crazy how doing thirty pushups with these things is completely different than doing them without them. It's, I I can't explain it to you. It's something you have to experience. It is, it's mind-blowing. But so there's these people that are putting these on to mimic a high-intensity training session, and they're not wrecking themselves physically that it would be required to reach that same intensity. They can do it minimally with these things. So it's... Yeah, it's, you know, time is still, you know, to tell for me as to how much more stronger, how much more better I can be. Um, In fact, we're starting to do some now measurable things where I'll do the same walk with them and then the same walk without them and measure my heart rate and see it's, it's dramatically different. And so your body doesn't know, right? Your heart doesn't know whether you got these things on or not right it's just like your your body doesn't know whether you're swinging a kettlebell or a bag of sand or a rock it doesn't really know it resistance is resistance and mm. so it mimics that and it's just it's been really really cool yeah for sure
1: fantastic fantastic
0: i'll send you some stuff so how do you fit your kettlebell training in all of this
1: well you know i've, I've had to reassess what i'm uh, what i'm doing this year it's a really good question bill um I am decided to, uh, to cut that down um, dramatically because I was training that um, three, four times a week. Um, and I was the calisthenics was taking a, a bit of a backseat. Um, I was focused on really getting to a particular level and competing in, in various um, national competitions that were coming up. But again, what I found was that I was chasing again and uh, I was chasing, beating people. I was chasing beating records and 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 stuff like that so what was happening was I was getting injured you know Mm. um I wasn't listening to my own advice um so I I now see kettlebells as as definitely something that I always come back to it's it's kind of a security blanket of mine you know I, I love swinging those things snatching them jerking them you know cleaning them doing all sorts of workouts with them you, you know you to me they 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 are far superior than using weights but it's everyone's their own you know their own thing um but uh yeah they they, 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 they they will always have a place in my heart and I will always come back to them but for now I've I've parked them I parked them you know um just just for now gotcha
0: gotcha so as we kind of wrap things up here um How would you suggest somebody get started other than to reach out to you and start watching you on YouTube, which by the way, please do that. As soon as you hear from this, as soon as you can get to a computer, hit the link in the show notes below. Go visit Mark's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, We'll have a link in there for his website. So if you want to get more information, I'll talk to him personally. Um, Do that, right? Because sometimes that coaching is, is invaluable. Everybody needs a coach at some point. I know I say learn to be your own coach. But even though I am my own coach, I still have people I reach out to like, like Mark and, you know, John at, uh, at the Krov school there, he's my coach. And I still reach out to these people and I still need, we need each other. You can't check yourself all the time. Um, but how would you suggest somebody just getting shit in what, what, like, f- give it, give me five movements that, great, that you can press into bigger and better things.
1: Well, as I said, you know, if you're talking about calisthenics, um, yes. I actually, strangely enough, I, I created a video starting calisthenics, you know, for 50 plus. Um, and in, within that, we, we have those, those five. I hope I'm going to get them all right now. Um, we've got the, <laughs> the, 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 the push ups, as you say, we've got the pull ups, um, we've got the L sit, we've got the dips. And what's the fifth? It's probably chin ups, which is the different way round, you know. Right. But I would say you could substitute one of those for for some kind of um, abdominal move, or or, or uh, you know maybe a, a hollow hold, hollow hold, or something like that. Um, but I would suggest using very simple body weight moves like that, you know. And as I said, I've got a a video on uh, on on YouTube which details out exactly from absolute beginner can't even lift yourself off the floor type thing through to someone you know to to, to more advanced versions or progressions of any of those moves Um, that's great yeah if
0: you if you send me that link mark we'll put that video directly into the show notes so people can check into that because that's that's perfect do you do any like pistols or any squatting thing within your calisthenics or is it all upper body
1: no 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 i do i do a lot of um, um plyometric work so i'm doing a lot of i do a lot of box jumping um i'm doing Um, you're talking about the pistol squat i used to be able to do that i did i did back in you know i was about 54. um i've let it slide so you're reminding me i need to get back on that but definitely one one legged work yeah definitely i use do you know what i use the a rebox step quite a bit as well um you know to do a lot of uh sort of fast footwork work you know jumping off Mm -hmm. and on back, forward on and off etc but i've also i create my own um, plyometric box so it's 16 20 and 32 inches or something like that so i'm continually testing myself jumping through that i've got um you know hurdles as well which i'll bound over um, so yeah I'm, i i uh, and then from the squat point of view yeah i'm I, I still squat um not so much with the the olympic barbell now but i use a lot of kettlebells so i'll load up with like you know 228s which is and then I use them off, off wedges now, off, off blocks. So I raise my heels, and that allows me to keep much more in line. Um, and, and it takes out the flexibility, the ankle flexibility issues, etc. Um, Still do a lot of trap bars. St- oh, that's it. Tra- the the trap bar deadlift. I love the trap bar, you know, or the hex bar or whatever you call that thing. Uh, that's a fantastic piece of kit, you know, for, for, for maintaining absolute strength. But I won't do it to maxes. I'll do it in, you know, for five reps um and mm-hmm. sets sense of four et so you know no, no one rep maxes anymore not unless i want to spend another four weeks in hospital um yeah so yeah, yeah. you know I, I, I want to it's not just about the upper body it's not just about that i i'm, I'm very you know keen to to keep that that lower body you know in in, in good shape too uh, and that sled work i was talking about you know when you're when you're pushing something that 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 heavy you know up and down up and down you're, you're getting a fantastic leg workout you really are. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. And running like you had talked about and that air assault bike is, is just ridiculous. It's oh, the closest man. thing that I have found to mimic a fight without her, right. Without a fight. Cause you're, you're literally everything's going Yeah. Um, you know, here's one for you do, do 30 seconds all out with a 30 second rest, 30 seconds on something else, whatever you choose, like, like, like back or, or do a jump rope or something and then back to that for thirty seconds. Um, do like three or four rounds of that. It's and it, but that thirty seconds is all out, right? All out effort. And I tell you, that will. Um, that's a good one to put to, to give a whirl at.
1: You're absolutely right. I mean, unless you've actually been in a fight, unless you've been yeah. in that fight type, which I've done those kind of things, you know, either you know, as in as in boxing, as in MMA, that kind of stuff, Brazilian in, jiu jitsu. Nobody knows how tiring that is. Nobody yeah. knows, you know. Uh, and that air assault pike gets you absolutely in that zone, doesn't it? it? Yeah, it's it's that's the
0: one piece of equipment that I I, I, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, And then the the final question outside of fitness, you could use whatever you want to pull this from. But if you, you know, in your 60 years, um, give us one piece of advice that you would that you would give somebody, you know, just in general, it, it can be fitness related, if you want, it could be whatever related, but you know, you've got time behind the wheel. And I was like, Hey, if I went back to tell my younger self, one thing what would it be you know what would that thing be
1: okay well the the real riches and treasure in life are the relationships you have that's what i'd say invest in those really invest in those because they're the most important things they're the things that give you the greatest value and the greatest joy that's what i'd say
0: awesome that's a great great sound uh, sending off words and mark again i appreciate your your time and um, one more time, give us, give us your website there and your YouTube
1: uh, channel. So the YouTube channel is Mark Lidster Fitness Geyser, and um, the website is just fitnessgeezer.com.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. And it's time for you to go to bed and it's time for me to eat lunch. So <laughs> we'll speak again. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Bill.